Part of this is the cultivation of the community where we're comfortable speaking our truth and then also getting through some of those uncomfortable moments when we have in the past maybe not spoken our truth out of fear of judgment or somebody told us when we were a little kid, hush. Hey everybody, welcome back to Clarity Cafe. This is our safe space to come in and get a little bit of clarity on life. I'm Callie, and I'm here with my Clarity sister, Barb, and we're so excited to be kicking off season three. Woohoo! <laughs> We've had so much fun, and we're just overwhelmed at the feedback and the sharing and liking and subscribing of our online community. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's because of you that we have a season three. So keep the conversations coming and uh, all the questions coming too. That's been really fun to be able to dive in and start to answer some of those questions. And if you have a podcast request, shout us out on social Clarity Cafe podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And um If you haven't checked out our site in a while, we've got some fun stuff over there. We've got a free community mapping tool, which helps you to see a little bit about your community and where you might have support and where you may need to do a little housekeeping and also where there may be some gaps and we have some tips for how to fill in and make sure that you're getting all the support that you need in your life. So on our last episode of season two, we talked about picking partners in our intimate relationships that help to build us up rather than tear us down. And this episode, we are going to be diving in to speaking our truth, which is a really important thing to do, but not always easy. Speaking your truth, I think, Kelly, goes so well along with uh, the way that we ended season two when we were talking about relationships and being in supportive relationships, because one of the things that I feel is most important in a relationship is the ability to have full self-expression and be able to speak your truth. And so part of this is the cultivation of the community where we're comfortable speaking our truth and then also getting through some of those uncomfortable moments when we have in the past maybe not spoken our truth out of fear of judgment Or, you know, because we feel like somebody told us when we were a little kid, hush, don't talk about things that are unpleasant or whatever those things are, that early programming we have as children about uh, being seen and not heard and all that stuff. So I think this is an amazing topic to be kicking off the season with. And as we start to look at, you know, where do we feel comfortable with that self-expression and where do we feel Maybe that we've swallowed some things. You know how when you get that lump in your throat and you kind of think, wow, there must be something in there I wish I could have said, but I didn't. Or those moments after where you say, wow, I wish I said that. You know, being able to be in a state of clarity and calm and be fully self-expressed, no matter what the context is the goal. And it's a day-by-day journey. Mm. And there's just so many opportunities to speak our truth. And this is a massive topic. So I'm sure we're going to be coming back at this from different angles, but I do know that there's kind of a couple of technical aspects to speaking one's truth. And the first one being knowing what it is. (laughs) True, true. (laughs) Yeah, because it's noisy, right? It's like something comes up and it can be really challenging to know in that moment what the truth is. And, And there may be multiple truths. And 
So first step is recognizing that it's not always easy and it's something that takes practice. And so if we can just first give our minds and our little hearts and our little inner child um, a little pat on the back and say, you know, this is a skill that we've developed and we may continue to develop further and put ourselves in a learning mindset to observe both how we speak our truth or when we speak our truth and also look at if we want to do it differently uh, maybe a more gently or maybe more firmly, depending on our own personal style, but just first recognizing, let's have a learning mindset here. Yes, I often share with people that one of the most valuable things that I say to myself as I go throughout the day is seek first to understand. Uh, in a situation, I think one of the things that can happen is we get a little triggered, uh, which we've talked about in previous episodes. And and if we're coming from a state of being a little triggered, it's a reaction versus let me be calm and see this for what it is and understand it and then be able to speak into that because that not only comes across very differently, it actually becomes much more our truth because we're not speaking from a position of what someone judged you about or from when you're a child, but if you're actually calm and in that moment of listening, it's much easier to then speak into your truth and have a meaningful exchange because there's not a whole lot of point in speaking if it's not going to communicate to the other person or persons that you're speaking to. Yeah. And Barb, I see like six different ways we could go with this conversation. So obviously we're going to bring this <laughs> <No>. back. <laughs> it's such a rich one. Oldie but goodie. Um, but, you know, there's immediate truth. I don't like that. Stop. Those are your immediate truth of something. The, the urgent truth of being able to speak your truth, if, you know, in a medical situation or in a physical situation there's that type of truth, which is a whole nother conversation. So to take that one and say, that's not quite what we're talking about today, but more of those layered truths where we might find ourselves maybe in a work situation or in a personal relationship situation where there's some context there and there, there is, there are layers. And I really love that point that you bring up about seek first to understand. And I think it goes two ways because I may not like what someone's saying, but if I don't understand or take a moment to push the pause button on my reaction, then I may react to a point that they're making or at what I think their point is, but it actually ends up being something very different if I take that pause and listen and comprehend it. Also, it applies to us internally as well. So I may have a knee-jerk reaction to something somebody's saying, but also there may be things within me that are coming up that are not in present time that is sparking that reaction. And I may need to seek first to understand internally what my actual truth is. And, you know, here's a little insight. Our next episode is going to be on having clarity on what your truth is. So uh, we will definitely dive into that for sure. But it's important to both seek to understand externally and internally. That's a really good point, Kelly. It was getting in touch with our own truth is often, and being able to verbalize it internally is often more challenging than in an external situation. Because I know for me, I impose a lot of pressure on myself. 
um, because I have very high expectations of myself (laughs) and others who I trust, but mostly myself. And so sometimes if I'm feeling myself a little overwhelmed at everything I have to do or at the way a certain situation is developing, if I take a second and just ask myself the question, what's wrong with the present moment? That helps me to center back, ground, and be in the present moment and recognize that a lot of the static that I'm hearing in my thought patterns is coming from external sources, old recordings I've made when I was five or, you know, 25, however old I was when those things got written in my brain. And I have the ability in that moment to recognize that, be aware of it, and then let it be in the past and be able to evaluate the current situation. And guess what? It's always okay when I'm in the present moment. There's nothing wrong with the present moment. Now, I might be, you know, in a stress and in a hurry and need to do some things, but there's nothing wrong with the moment as long as I'm present. So I'm not dragging all that baggage and stress into that expression of truth. Yeah. And sometimes just resetting to the present moment can be helpful. And then there's sometimes where somebody's annoying the hell out of us. And and in that scenario, checking in with what's wrong with the present moment. Well, in the present moment, someone's annoying the hell out of us. So if they're in front of our face, you know, what do we do? <laughs> so for me, <laughs> depends, obviously, you know, if it's somebody that's like not treating me fairly in that moment, I might be like, hey, you know, this isn't working for me and I may need to speak it right then. But maybe somebody's annoying me and we're not right in each other's face. Maybe it's just like we had a call or conversation and it did not go the way I wanted and I'm ruminating on it. So that's where I find it really helpful to take space to gain. I ask myself three questions. Number one, what's really bothering me about this person or the situation? And I keep asking that question like a like a going down a rabbit hole until I get to what it what it is that's really bothering me. And then the next thing is, is it, it you know, what's really bothering me? So that's, you know, partly on my side of the street, maybe partly on their side of the street. Often when it comes to my side of the street, my expectations are off. So what is really bothering me? What are my expectations? Are they fair expectations or not? So if they're a fair expectation, meaning, you know, somebody didn't show up for you or didn't (laughs) made a plan and flaked or whatever, if it's a fair expectation, then I go, okay, what do I need to communicate to the other person? And that's in the form of, you know, for me, I do a, when, when you make plans with me and you don't show up, I feel like you don't really care for this relationship or it's not as important to you as it is to me. And my request is that we either don't make plans and we just kind of see when we can get together or when we do make plans that you communicate if you're not going to be able to come. So it's my side of the street. What's going on with me? What's really bothering me? What are my expectations about that? Are they realistic? And then what do I need to communicate? And when the communication, it's both what I feel in those circumstances and what I'm asking as a changed behavior. So that's for me as a process that I follow that's really been helpful to keep my relationships clean because then I don't have to blow it up into some big drama thing and say, you know, 
blah, 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 blah. And then there's just a bunch of noise. And I wasn't at the end of it speaking my truth clearly and giving the other person a clear sort of more neutral way to receive communication and then respond to it. So emotions are good within a certain level of context and kind of being kept in check. Yeah, there's a couple of points there. One is that, yes, it's always an inquiry. And that self-inquiry of asking those questions is super valuable because you always learn things about where those thoughts are coming from and, you know, where your definition of fairness is and helps to sort out and prioritize how you want to spend your time and who you want to spend your time with. The other point that I loved that you made there is how you feel when you say it. So when you say something to yourself or to someone else, but particularly to yourself in your internal dialogue uh, of finding your truth, you can, if you really get in touch with that gut feeling, that example I can think of is, you know, even in an interaction with someone else, you, you have an interaction, you feel like you expressed yourself. And then five minutes later, you're like, whoa, I could have, I could have said that a little differently and it probably would have landed better. And I would have felt better about it because there was something about that communication that wasn't 100% satisfying to me. So there's that internal gauge of, did that feel good to me or did that feel uh, maybe incomplete or that I wasn't being right, really honest or that whole question about, is it true? Is it kind? And is it necessary? Are those, you know, the old Buddhist um, inquiry of about speaking your truth. So that gut feeling of how you speak your truth, I think is is a sort of the ultimate measure of of how successful you are in that endeavor. Oh my goodness. Well, and that kind of leads us into our next topic for our next podcast, which is going to be about stepping into your own intuition, your own internal sense of clarity and unwinding some of that noise. So that when you make that inquiry into self, that you can see that your truth with more clarity so that you can speak your truth. And then being able to use that gift of intuition and clarity to be able to communicate back out in a truthful, necessary and kind way. So that's it. That is a wrap of our first episode of season three. We want to thank you for being on this ride and this journey with us. We are a community that is supported by listeners like you. So if you like Clarity Cafe, hey, help us by spreading the word, by liking and subscribing and giving us some shout outs online. And um, if you've got a request for a podcast, let us know. We're looking forward to hearing it. And until next time, be well. Be well.